just real quick. Uh, let's see, where is it? There it is. Just a couple of things. I'll let you go. Truth is the reality that God lives in, and He invites us into it via the Spirit of Truth. So again, culturally, there's a lot of crazy things out there. We have no other choice but to align with what God says about it, whether it's a view of marriage or abortion or whatever the view may be. We want to have God's perspective of reality. And then uh, 3 John 1, 3, For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that's in you. So that reality is in you. The reality of God is in us, and we walk in that reality. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And then uh, I think I have, yeah, there it is. Sanctify them by your truth, Jesus said. Your word is truth. That is really, really powerful. Um, as I promised you, the spirit of truth not only reveals truth to us, but he makes us truthful and honest people. The Holy Spirit as our internal governor goes to work on things like exaggeration, white lies, half truths. He makes us honest people. And you should like that because honesty kills fear. If you'll just be honest. Nobody in here thinks you're perfect. Okay, so you can let that go. (laughs) We know better. And if we don't, we'll ask your spouse and they'll tell us. So he replaces half-truths, exaggeration, thing like that with honor, with honesty, integrity, love, healing, and unity. These are the things the Spirit of Truth helps us in. He's not a fan of gossip. He tames the tongue. How's he do it? Well, he cultivates and gardens the heart with the Father who's the gardener. We've been talking about that for three weeks. He's gone to work on your heart. Why? Because he's also going to fix your rudder. James, James 3 said, if you can tame the tongue, he's got your whole body. And Jesus said in Matthew twelve thirty four, out of an abundance of the heart, that's where your mouth speaks. So I'm not here to tell you to start speaking right. I'm here to tell you if you've got bitter water coming out of your mouth, let's get your heart healed. It would drive me crazy in the 90s during the charismatic movement where they'd be like, you can't say that's a bad confession, all that. Does nobody care that all that's coming out of their heart? They can change what they're saying all day long. In the flesh, let's, let's get the Word of God into their heart so we can get sweet water in there. And sweet water coming out of their mouth. So he's not a fan of slander, griping, murmuring, complaining, and insults that can cause division or dissension. So whether you know it or not, your words have power. There's a lot to be said about what we say. So we need to let the Lord have our tongue. Amen, somebody. Here's Proverbs 18.20. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he'll be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. I'm saying all this just to remind you. Continue to let the Holy Spirit and, the, and your Father, your Heavenly Father, the gardener, John 15, 1, He's the gardener. Let Him continue to toil uh, the soil of your heart and garden it. As He gardens your heart, He's going to get thorny, you know, uh, ground, get the stones out of it, the rocks, the hardness out of it, wayside soil, super hard, nothing grows there. You know, there's nothing that nullifies the Word of God more than hardness of heart. 
And you don't have the right to hold unforgiveness on anyone. As a born-again Christian, you don't have a right to hold a grudge. I mean, you, you want somebody to get justice, then you tell God He can have His justice on you. That's the deal. So there's power in the tongue, and this is what I want to give you. If you want to write it down, 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6. So I, I really felt impressed to give you this because David, everything was going south. And he encouraged himself in the Lord. And what the Lord said is, what he did, he said he spoke truth over his feelings. His circumstances were not good and it didn't even change him. Right, preacher? <laughs> didn't even, good to see you. Didn't even change his situation, but he encouraged himself in the Lord because he aligned with the truth of God's word. So let's train our own hearts with the truth. Okay, some of you can be your own worst enemy. You can... You can speak words to others that encourage, but you tear yourself down. You stop doing that. It's not, that's not the Holy Spirit. So we're going to speak words that build up, not tear down. Even to ourselves, we're going to speak words that are constructive, not destructive. Blessing, not cursing. Sweet water, not bitter water. We're going to speak life to our heart, not death. Because we fill our heart with His Word. We're going to say about ourselves what He says about us, no matter how good it is. You know what that's called? Humility. So He said, Steve, just remind them. to, As I'm gardening their heart, I'm taking out the hard ground, the hard places. Remember them to speak life over themselves and even their situations. Amen? I want Scott and Matt to come up here. Scott and Matt. Let's go ahead and stand together.